What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. And this episode is brought to you by Filster Holsters. Filster, where every state is constitutional carry if your concealment is good enough. That's not their actual slogan, <laughs> but they did actually sponsor this episode. So we want to say thank you to Filster for being awesome uh, and continuing, 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 continuing. Words. Yeah, words are hard, guys. On, Continuing to make what are, in my opinion, some of the finest concealment products on the market. There we go. Honestly, among They're the rad. most flexible. <laughs> yeah, and flexible. And it's, you know, apropos that they sponsored this episode, because what we're talking about today is concealed carry that isn't sort of your typical belt and holster concealed carry, right? Like when most people think of concealed carry, they think of taking a holster and attaching it to your belt somewhere, you know, kind of in between the AIWB position and, you know, around to, you know, behind the hip, not small of the back, small of the back is bad. All the back, very bad. Unless you are particularly aggressive toward uh, your spine, you should not be using small of the back. <laughs> Man, you know what made me think small of the back carry was cool back in the day? bad boys the original yeah, bad boys yeah. like let's that, not pretend that there wasn't a time period when it was definitely like all all the cool guy hollywood movies you'd always tuck the gun back there and everything like that was absolutely a thing but placing the piece of steel next to the base of your spine so you can trip and fall on it if you live in a northern climb like i do where slip and fall definitely do happen jack has live uh live tested this yeah, so uh, not with small the back carry because I, no, no, I'm not with small the back carry because Jack Jack loves his spine. So yeah. Jack, like, if you fell on a gun, like just that's like that's a lot of force on like a on an unmovable object. Yishka, but like the with bad boys especially, he actually had it in one of the Galco small of the back holsters, mm -hmm. and it was that two tone Sig P two thirty two that three eighty Sig. Mm -hmm. Oh God, that movie was great. And I like I like mentioning the the trip and fall and the injury aspect of it because that is a very real thing that has happened to people. But the other big one is anytime you bend over, you're going to expose the gun. I don't care yeah. how long the shirt is, unless you're wearing like a, a Arabian man dress of some sort. That everybody sees your gun. <laughs> I actually have that problem. It's the first thing to pop up. But you also like, you can't I'm defend back. your gun at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, you 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 can't see it. Everybody else can. <laughs> I, I have almost that problem when I'm just using like traditional IWB behind the hip carry. Where if I go to pick stuff up off the floor, I end up looking like you know an Instagram girl just dropping my ass straight down in a squat every time I go to pick something up instead of yeah, you know just bending over at the waist. Because people people don't realize that there's like there's this pocket on your body. If they haven't done it yet, they there there's that pocket. You hit the pocket, you're fine. If the gun drifts out of that pocket, all of a oh, sudden, like, okay. oh, we're we're not talking about that pocket. Okay, yeah, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, are we doing are we doing prison pockets, guys? Is that what's happening right now? Hey, that's real not traditional. Starting from the meme, never let them force you to wear pants, which <laughs> I hope will be our title image. That is. Oh, Jesus. That is absolutely true. So, but talking about switching tacks a little bit here from, uh, you know, bad methods of carry, small of the back carry, to, you know, we'll talk about the sponsor product, you know, Filster, and specifically Filster Enigma. And the reason why everybody, you know, 
if you have been involved in the concealed carry space, like the serious concealed carry space for the last couple of years, someone has probably shown up in your comments and been like, hi, I'm from the cold and I'm here to talk about Filster Enigma. Mm -hmm. Which is really handy when you're wearing the robes. Yeah. The Enigma is the best yeah. way to carry. Yeah. The it's hard to get at it under the robes. You got to like really scoop but the you robe. Can't do. You can, you can hike it up and still get to it because it's its own system. So yeah. what gets me is one like of the, one of the coolest things was John's video, John Hopman's video on it, where he's just transitioning through all these different uh, mm -hmm. styles of dress that don't involve belt loops and a belt. You don't. Yes. Like he's, he's in just uh, workout clothes. And that he's, is, uh, you know, it's also an appropriate time to say that is also one sexy Jew. Like... <laughs> so Jack, what were you going to say? Um, I, I exist in a lot of different parts of the internet and I've had people that I've never met before who have no idea who I am be like, have you heard of the enigma? And I'm like, heard of it. That guy owes me five bucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the best enigma moment. And so for people who don't know what it is, go Google Filster Enigma right now, but essentially it is a, it is an entire carry system that obviates the need for you to wear pants or a belt to carry your firearm. And what it does is it's got like a, a, web, a web belt that wraps around your waist. The holster body is attached to this front plate thing that's made out of space age materials. And the whole thing conceals fantastic. Um, and it really is great. They have two the options. They have the body the, made of space magic. Yeah. Not the German it, space magic. It, but no, but magic. this is no, this is Jewish space magic. So yeah. it's the same kind that has the le the lasers and the weather stations. Um so anyway, uh, <laughs> they have two different models. They have the standard Enigma, which you can, well, three models, actually. They have standard Enigma and Enigma light bearing. These allow you to attach your own holster to the Enigma chassis using whatever holster you want. Caveat, they have a list of holster makers that they recommend whose products are known to be good fits with Enigma. If you're trying to pick some nonsense from off that list, probably not going to have a bad time and also might be dangerous to yourself. Uh, the product that I recommend is the Enigma Express because that is all assembled. It comes together. You just size the belt to how you want it to fit and you can get them for J-frames, Ruger LCRs, Glock 48s, which will also fit the 43 and Sig P365s. Mm -hmm. And those are the four most common carry guns on the planet right now. So gotcha problems. Kind of solved right there, but we love Enigma because it gives us, you know, uh, it gives us the ability to carry. Like I was carrying the other day, and I had a tucked-in shirt and a suit jacket and all of that other stuff, and I had my Enigma on under it. And then I went from that meeting, got in a car and drove for six hours, still wearing my Enigma. And then I played with my kid for an hour when I got home, all still wearing my Enigma. There's no. There's none of like the transition, the transition stuff that you have to do, and it's great, and it works with small people, and it works with Keith-sized people, and it works with Jack-sized people. It works with all people of all shapes and sizes. It does. It's a great. We constant. We use the. We overuse the phrase, but the the phrase "dressing around the gun" usually means all right. You have to pick pants that are not like your size, but are size for you and a gun. And you have to pick a belt that's for you and a gun. That's traditionally what people mean when you say dressing around the gun. With the Enigma, it's literally dressing around the gun. You can wear like 
your normal everyday whatever you want because it's a separate system that just you wear under it you yeah. just dress over it it's fine and the best thing is you don't have to take your gun off to poop like oh god yes it's the no, easiest no more of the, oh god i hope the i hope the toilet paper thing's flat on top <laughs> it's the easiest concealed carry pooping solution on the market, which I had a whole video about. Like, but that's actually one of the things, you know, this is one of the things that's that I talked actually to... gonna be the tagline that we use with Bilster now. <laughs> best <laughs> the pooping solution for concealed best... carry on the market. When people ask me, like, they're like, Hey, well, you know, I just got my carry permit, I'm gonna start carrying, you know, what what what's some advice? I always ask them, I'm like, Do you have a plan to poop? Like, if you have to go to the bathroom in public and you have your gun on and you don't know what you're going to do with your gun that's the first time you're standing there in a stall you're being like and you you end up sitting there like this with your gun yes. in your hand pointed at the door someone comes through this door it's going to be real mad awkward <laughs> song. so <laughs> i uh, my preference is not the top of the toilet paper holder my preference is actually the handicap stall uh rail Oh, yeah. Because you can jam a G34 in a holster like right into that thing. Mm -hmm. You got a good friction lock there. That's ideal. That's peak. That's a good one. Yeah, here is uh, some advice for going to the bathroom when you're carrying concealed. Handicap stalls are your friends. Um, Family stall, those family bathrooms where it's like, you know. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Uh, I have a couple of times been traveling with firearms with like flying and i land i get my gun case and i go straight into the family bathroom and i hypothetically put my gun on depending on the because it's illegal to have guns on in some airports but not all airports very confusing a little bit of a mishmash there on the rules so i've only ever done that in airports where it's legal um i will say uh bucky's bathrooms uh top quality because they have the door that goes all the way to the yes oh yeah that's a good place yeah if you're on a road trip and you need to go to the bathroom and you're carrying a gun bucky's is a good stop and then also you can get some it's a good stop in general but it's a great stop if you need that extra little bit of stall and they're a texas company so you know that like somewhere in their training manual is like people have guns here relax mm -hmm. Uh, they're if, also if they, you find one, do not point it at the wall and pull the trigger. That has not ended well for other people. <laughs> Bucky's has uh proliferated into Georgia and uh Florida now. Uh, I saw Kentucky, one, there's uh, one in Kentucky. That's interesting. Um, so uh, moving on though, so we obviously like look, guys, check out Philster Enigma, it is the chef's kiss of no belt carry solutions that position the gun you know at the appendix carry position we're going to talk about some other stuff now because there are i've been doing a series on my youtube channel uh about other carry positions like cross draw ankle carry pocket carry and are they still viable in this world of the filster enigma and really good appendix carry holsters and all of that and the answer unsurprisingly is yes situationally it it really is, and one one of the ones that keep uh, gets mentioned on and off a lot is shoulder holsters, because I like shoulder holsters situationally, and I know Jack likes situ uh, shoulder holsters situationally, and one of my favorites for uh, for shoulder holsters is anytime you are using a uh, an open air type vehicle, so like a four wheeler, uh, quad, uh, three wheeler. Um, or, or another ATB type, 
because that's huge up here in Michigan. There's trails, they're just endless miles of trails up here. It happens all the time. Michigan's fine with you carrying while you're out on it. But, you know, using those vehicles with a traditional holster, very, very uncomfortable for the most part, especially appendix, because you're usually leaning forward over a, a four-wheeler or a three-wheeler. Um, so using a shoulder rig instead, and a lot of the times it's it's colder out, so you can use a jacket or something to help conceal. So a shoulder rig instead gets really, really easy and very convenient uh, if you're going to spend the day on the trail. It's also great for cosplaying Miami Vice. All right, go, Jack. All right. I'm not going to tell you to go ride, ride trails with it. I'm not going to tell you. I got a friend that's like, it's great for flying airplanes with, um, which I'll be honest, once I'm up in the airplane, I've stopped caring about the gun. I'm, I'm alone. No one can get me. <laughs> I will tell you, though, uh, post Thanksgiving dinner, the shoulder holster is the king. Yeah. Because once the stretchy <laughs> flannel pajama pants come on, I throw on I throw on the old shoulder holster Reno. I throw a sweater on over that, and I'm on the couch watching sports. I don't That's, know what sports, but they are sports, and I am watching sporting. them. They, you are I'm watching usually watching the, the Lions sense. lose, as is tradition on that day. You're watching them in the sense that your eyes are looking in the general direction of the TV as you drift in and out of consciousness. Oh yeah, the the uh, <laughs> as the turkey flows through the body, and mm. you're just like both wild turkey and actual <laughs> bird turkey uh so i actually so i've never really messed around with shoulder holsters and i sort of i actually have a, a strong like outside of uh miami vice cosplay or you know a situation where you know you're going to be wearing a jacket and there are no circumstances where you're going to take that jacket off I, but i don't really beef with them my big problem with shoulder holsters is that i deal with a lot of pilots who get these shoulder holsters and they don't know how to draw from them they don't because like they and their draw stroke invariably has the gun coming out and you know going over yeah. the brachial artery which is kind of mm -hmm. naughty um offhand comes up wraps around the back of the head goes you in. the tom cruise i do i i have always thought the shoulder holster draw begins essentially with you getting that elbow up Wrapped around the back of the head, arm comes under, we draw the gun, hand comes down, we meet up, and we go from there. Just so get that arm all the way out of it. That's basically uh, how I draw from this. This is the non-traditional oh, carry method. I've got method. one of those, yeah. These are great. So uh, Keith was talking about for outdoor activities. You know, mm -hmm. I don't um, have an ATV or a snowmobile because I live I, where I was not. I was not sold on the shoulder rig until I went out with some friends on ATV trails up north. And I'm like, no, this this is definitely the way to carry on an ATV. It's yes. so comfy. That makes sense. Because like, I, so I bought a mountain bike because my knees are getting old and I want to stay fit. And the best solution that I've come up with for carrying a gun, again, because I have a more aggressive leaning position on, I used to carry a gun all the time on my Vespa, very upright riding position on my Vespa. Mountain bike, less upright, and also my leg is moving. So I switched to this, a Hill People Gear chest bag. This is the runner's bag. This is the medium. I absolutely love this. Like this, this is a full endorsement of this product. And I want you guys to understand I paid for this with my own money, right? Like this wasn't like a, I hit up HPG and was like, I think you're cool. My friends think you're cool. Send me something. I went there. I gave them my credit card information and I got this bag and it's awesome. 
And it has, to Keith's point, the benefits of a shoulder holster that you would get for like trail, you know, being out on the trails or something like that. But with this, I can also put medical gear in it and I can carry my phone and all of that. And the way it's designed is I have big main pouch for gun, smaller admin pouch for something else. So the admin pouch stuff never interferes into the gun pouch. And if you don't want to carry a gun in there, like maybe you just want to put, I don't know, snacks or something in there, like, cause you're going to be out for a while. It could also be a snack pouch. So versatile product. Absolutely love it. Very thoughtfully designed by people who both enjoy the outdoors and shooting people. So, you know, that's kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of our jam, or at least my jam. Yeah, I, I think, I think we're all in that club. <laughs> Um, but but I, to to non traditional because uh, a lot of people say, well, I I like I like how I carry. I I don't need to look at solutions outside. You know, my regular pants that I can wear every day, and my regular belt, and they they'll instead compromise and say, well, I'm not going to bring you know I'm not going to bring a gun in these situations. And one of those that we brought up before we started recording, and I'll bring it up again, uh, was the beach. And and Caleb goes, well, I just avoid those beaches, and that's an option. Uh, but I, I've gone to a beach that you would never assume would have a problem and had a straight on riot break out on the beach for no other reason that it was the 4th of July, one drunk dude swung on another drunk dude, and then that uh, expanded and an entire beach got into a fist fight and then some while uh, I I was grabbing my party and we're like, yeah, we are leaving now. We are going, we are going, we are going. My hand is going to stay in this bag just in case. And we're going. I do actually like, go ahead, Jack. I've, I have known multiple cases where boating incidents have turned into drive-by boatings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll call I those float-bys. I would absolutely take a gun on a boat, like especially some of the places that I have seen boats around where I'm at. I'd be like some of the characters that I've seen on those boats. I'm like, you know what? We're just gonna have one of those 870 Marines that's right down here with us with a nice stainless. I have always, I have always wanted the Marine model, like the Marine model Mossberg for whatever reason of, Ideally, it came from the movie Sneakers, which if you've never seen, one of the bad guys carries a Marine Mossberg, and that thing just looks so cool to me. Dude, there is something undeniably cool looking about that kind of like shiny pistol grip shotgun. It's mm -hmm. just, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, and that might be an artifact again of, uh, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s when those things were everywhere in movies. Like you couldn't get away from it for the longest time. It was the cool like dangerous gun so this is the serious another form of non-traditional carry is the ankle holster yes i am uh, i am a i'm an ankle holster guy uh not for me the gun on my ankle is rarely for me that's it's the, often oh, for it's my friend ways. yeah it's often for my friend who never brought a gun to a situation or if i'm out on a date and there were a crew of dudes who, when I was training with them, I noticed at the end of the day, they all had J-frames on ankle holsters, but they were facing the wrong way. So they were wearing a inside. So typically you wear the ankle holster. If you're right-handed, you wear it on your left ankle. Yep. And these dudes were all wearing it on the right ankle. So the butt of the pistol was forward. 
And I'm like, guys, what are, you, what are we doing here? And they're like, oh, we'll show you. And they put in a dummy gun, and they're like, all right, let's 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 get to wrestling. And we did. Eventually, this dude, I end up in his in his guard, and that dude just shook his, his leg back, reached down, and drew that pistol smooth as butter. Huh. And I was like, oh, oh guard, yeah, he, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's a very complex can, murder mm-hmm. move. Um, so I'm also I, I'm actually of the when we talk about methods of carry other than like your traditional, you know, enigma or on the belt or whatever, ankle carry is probably my favorite. And there's two really great use cases for ankle carry that I personally have used this gun for, used it for on multiple occasions. And the first is really long road trips. And I mean like real long hauls. Uh, having a gun on my left ankle, because I, I shoot right-handed, that gun is as accessible on my ankle when I'm seated in the car as an appendix carried gun is, if not more accessible. It is very, very efficient, and I'm really, really a big fan of that. Um, I did a road trip from uh, the Carolinas to Minnesota, which is like round trip 34 something hours ankle carry the whole way baby it was awesome uh, the other reason and the other uh use case that i really like for ankle carry is you let's say you have let's say you're going to an event and that event is kind of family oriented and some of your extended family members will be there and they are known to not approve of your gun-toting lifestyle, but they're also known to be huggers. And a hug is just a consensual bump frisk, all right? Like, let's be very clear about what a hug is. It's a consensual bump frisk, guys. They are not going to bump frisk your ankle. So I have used that as a way to carry a gun around people that I really didn't want. It wasn't that I was breaking any rules or laws, but I didn't want the social setting that I was in to become one where somebody hugs me and goes, Caleb, what's that on your waist? Because they're the sort of people that would have done that. So ankle carry, babe. I will say ankle carry used to be very popular among 'er ne'er-do-wells for that exact reason. Yeah. Um, weird I I have read uh, like some memoirs and stuff from guys who hung out a lot in South America and it used to be South America was a three gun town you'd have uh, a shoulder holster a belt holster and an ankle holster and it got to be the point where people are like if you see a guy with his hands near his feet everybody gets real nervous real fast he you better be fucking tying your shoe Um, (laughs) uh one of the interesting things about ankle carry is it's one of those modes of carry that has been used by very very serious people for as long as we've had guns base as long as we've had guns small enough to put them on ankles people have been using have been ankle carrying in some way boot carry things like that uh and it's one of those methods that you know as we've gotten into gun culture 3.0 all these goddamn youths are like why would you ever want to ankle carry and i'm like sir they allow me to explain the use cases here very bad and very dead people um as a result of ankle carry yeah there's there there are some one gunfights with this with this method right there because it is viable. Sure, it's it's not going to be you know YouTube, Instagram, and uh, TikTok flash and fast and you know though, on I, on your way. But 
I put it on the clock, right? And like, I get it. I it's not slow, but it's a, not that appendix. You know, I was at like a two five. To I was like at a two five to my first shot, which is faster than some people can draw from like their regular holster. Yeah, and I've got you know <laughs> I'm cracking rounds at a two five, so it's not as slow as it's people might slow. think. The biggest disadvantage to it that I will also admit is that if you're just like sort of out in space, right, like not seated, not in the car, or you know. Uh, not shooting somebody under a table where you've surreptitiously drawn your gun from your ankle holster. Uh, not that that's Jack's favorite use case, but <laughs> um, the one thing that I don't like about it is to draw, you do give up some of your mobility. That's the sacrifice that I'm willing to give to make to, you know, have this very high level of concealment that you get from ankle carry. Well, not you not if you're, uh, not if you're a spry fellow. Because you yeah. can just turn that tuck into an immediate roll. Oh, dude. How and I know that sounds stupid, but I watched Brian Hill do stuff like this on the regular, and it was just annoying. <laughs> how sick would that be if, like, you you freaking drop from ankle carry, you go bop, bop, fire two rounds, do an immediate shoulder roll, pop back up, and just start shooting. Bro, I'm going to be real. If you smoke my buddy and go into an immediate shoulder roll, I leave. You're like, yeah. I want none of that. You, you are an Avenger. You are doing extra. You are you are taking on handicaps. You are now going for style points. I don't need that smoke. Like, I want none of this. My dude, you're out here completing side quests. This is this is why Hawkeye is the most terrifying Avenger. This is a man who takes obvious handicaps into real fights and then does style points. <laughs> um jack you actually said something that i wanted to to circle back on you said that uh ankle carry was popular with ne'er-do-wells and that reminded me of something that i want people to understand is that lots of bad guys are way better at concealing guns than you are because mm -hmm. they know they go to prison if they get caught they also don't have they, to care they about know, their draw. they know there's consequences to doing it wrong like i i hate to tell you this Bad guys don't really think about how fast their draw is because they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm just going to get the gun out and then get to work. <laughs> like, yeah. they already plan to be the uh, the aggressor in this matter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was just talking about this yesterday in an article where, you know, you need to have a plan for what happens if you point your gun at a bad person and their reaction is that's not the first time huh. someone's pointed a gun at me. <laughs> <laughs> when, when their reaction is, ah, neat. Yeah. Okay, guess we're doing it this way. Oh, shit. But the internet said most defensive gun uses are solved without firing a shot, and you're supposed uh -huh, to run away yours. afraid. <laughs> guess what? You have, way. you have joined the elite. Yeah. <laughs> you, guess what? You have joined the ones that don't. I watched a video the other day of a couple of kids skateboarding, just having a good time, and some douche canoe in a Tesla pulls up angry that these kids are skateboarding fun outside we which if you're one of these people go fuck yourself let's start there but he goes up and he's like you kids shouldn't be here and they're like yeah yeah we'll leave when we're done because you know they're young men they don't right. care they're what you play. so he produces a pistol from his pocket and puts it in this white suburbanite kid's face and the kid goes and nope. i'm like oh that's it go nope. home yeah. bro <laughs> and he does he like puts it back in his pocket i'm like you just got laughed at oh my god and the well, kids I mean, don't even take it seriously because what the, i mean and to that kid's credit what's he gonna do shoot him over skateboarding 
cool. You you get to go to prison for the rest of your life. Because to Jack's point, Jack saw the video of this. That means the shooting would have been on video too. Bro, there are like six kids with cameras. They're clearly filming oh, as, their friends. As as like, this, there's one I'm guy sitting there just like as soon as this dude rolled out, all the cameras came out like. I'm going to make this fucking male Karen famous on all the social media. Oh, and then he Tesla. drew a gun, too. Tesla guy pulls gun on skateboarder. This is fantastic. Oh, this is literally <laughs> just like happened. It's so like, yeah. oh, everything not to do while you're carrying a gun. <laughs> oh, hang on. I have to Everything not to do is just like being a decent, amicable human being. I don't understand so what this guy's deal is. Playing outside. Woo! And this kid just does not care. That's a good job, kid. He's like, really, do it. Make yourself famous. He literally (laughs) says, all right, man. And then just walks off. Okay, so here's something that I understand, right? I don't like skateboarders, not because... Not not because I dislike the act of skateboarding, but because I used to have a dog that was terrified of them. So that's, that's why I don't like skateboards. But... If a bunch of kids are in a parking lot doing skateboard things and it's not my private property that I own, you know what that is? Not my fucking problem. The amount of situations in this world that could be solved by just the quick half a second realization just, oh, does this matter? No. (laughs) Okay. Is this my problem? Am I wearing a tucked in? Am I wearing a shirt tucked into my jeans and driving a Tesla? I have bigger problems that I need to go deal with in my life. All right. Bro, imagine getting back in the car and being like, "They didn't care about my gun." <laughs> and then, and then your that Tesla's like low battery. Please right. stop. And now your car is like in emergency mode, limping out of the parking lot. Like, you, can't even, <laughs> oh. you can't even stomp your gas and like, right. like you're, you're just like low battery mode and get parking lot cruise engaged. That's got to be the least satisfying thing ever. Cause like if that guy had like pulled up in like a Hellcat and just been like, you know, just revving it so hard it shakes, that would have been a complete first off. That guy does not drive a hellcat like let's just be real again no. No, and the guy with the hellcat would be pulling up and be like you kids want to see a sick bird out <laughs> right <laughs> be like, he'd be like hey you guys think hey, you can I jump over my car ago. give me one of them <laughs> like, all right what do you grab a hold of the bumper let's go pulling like, <laughs> in kids into the freeway left and right <laughs> he racks up six bodies but no one cares because it looks cool on instagram <laughs> The only one offended is just OSHA. That's it. Like, that was not safe at all. Oh, that's the idea. That's because it's fun. All right, guys. I'm going to call the Department of Transportation immediately. I think uh, that's a pretty good summary for this episode. So non-traditional carry is awesome. Um, You know, like pocket carry. You know, we could do another 20 minutes on pocket carry. But if you pocket carry is viable too, guys, there said that one. And I think most of you can figure that out. Uh, Again, we want to. Thank Filster for sponsoring this episode. It's Filster.com, P-H-L-S-T-E-R, Filster.com. Make hey, sure to we, check them out. we talk about when people sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that, guys. Why don't you send money? Anyway, uh, we will be back next week with a new episode. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching, liking, sharing, and subscribing. And uh, again, sorry that I've been a little bit out of it, but I got a sick toddler. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Those aren't hiring at all.